This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Wendy Christine is with us, health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. Morning, Wendy. Good having you with us. Good morning, Brad. So, uh, raining where you're at? Uh, yeah, well, at the moment it seems a little still, but it certainly was pouring down a few minutes ago. Uh, it'll be back, don't you worry. So this seems like a perfect day to really get stuck into our health myth number four. Don't go outside when it's cold. You could catch a cold or, goodness gracious, dry your hair, young lady. You can't walk around with wet hair, you'll catch a cold. I've heard that a lot in my life, spoken by many people. So that seems to be very firmly what we believe. Is that right or wrong, Wendy? That is certainly a myth um, because you don't get a cold or flu from being cold. Um, You get it from a virus or a bacteria. So being cold can maybe potentially reduce your immune function, but it's not the cause of you getting um, sick. So then why is it that in in the wintertime people are getting colds and flu, and that's been true for winter after winter, um, and that doesn't really happen so much in the summer months. So one would assume the cold would have something to do with it that ushers in these cold and flu seasons. Well, there's a couple of reasons. So first of all, respiratory infections are more prevalent in the cooler months because we are all indoors and we are in closer proximity to one another. So Uh you're more likely to pick up germs from another person. The other reason is that viruses survive for longer in cold temperatures. So that means they are in the environment for longer and we're able to pick them up for a longer period of time than we would be able to in the summer months when it's warm. I've heard that uh, cold water immersion can be beneficial for your immune system, but doesn't your immune system uh, struggle a little bit in the cold? How does that work? So, no, it's interesting. Um, there have been quite a few studies on cold water immersion and it shows that it helps the lymphatic vessels to contract. So that means it allows the lymphatic system to remove toxins from the body more effectively. Now, the lymphatic system is the the system that is supposed to get rid of bacteria and viruses. It's your first line of defense. And if we can clear that lymphatic system out a little bit more effectively, we can be less susceptible, actually, to colds and flus and viruses and all sorts of other infections. It's really hard to convince me for some cold water immersion on a day like today. <laughs> You've really got to, uh, like, I think I'll take a skip. Do you have warm water immersion, please? Uh, so, <laughs> no, exactly. I'm with you on that. <laughs> so, so let's chat about this amazing lymphatic system of ours. Um, uh, how, how exactly does it work and what can we do to, to help it out? I mean, if it's flushing out our system of the toxins, we want it to work well. Yes, absolutely. So if, if we think about our circulatory systems, Um, the circulatory system relies on the heart to pump blood through the body. So it has a built-in pump. The lymphatic system doesn't have a pump, but it's just as important. So it relies on muscle contractions and obviously the contractions of the circulatory system as well to move those lymphatic uh, fluids through the vessels. And if we don't exercise or if we're not actively stimulating the lymphatic system, it becomes sluggish and those fluids stagnate. So then toxins build up and we can't clear them out effectively. So then we can be more susceptible to colds and flus and other infections, as I said earlier. So I've heard of this lymph drainage that people do. Is Is that connected in any way? Yes, so that can be connected. Exercise is probably one of your best options. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of rebounding or those trampolines or swimming or any of those kind of actions where you are 
causing contractions of the muscles helps to move the, the lymphatic um, fluids around the body. But certainly lymphatic drainage can be effective as well. So, so talk to us again about cold water immersion. How exactly does that work? So it triggers the production of white blood cells, and the white blood cells are what's necessary to attack and destroy the pathogens. So pathogens are bacteria and viruses and other um, organisms, mm-hmm. um, and it stimulates blood flow and improves your circulation. So when it's not all blocked up, the immune system can be stronger, and it allows us to have those feelings of health and vibrance. I wonder why we don't speak about the lymphatic system so often in the world. You don't hear much conversation around it. You always hear about all these other things you have to take and do, but no one brings up a lymphatic system conversation. Do you know the reason why, perhaps? Well, I think it's one of those background systems. It's one that you don't think of specifically. So it's not one of those that is priority of mind. If you're in the in the wellness industry, you might hear it a little bit more often, but generally, as you say, out, you know, in the world, you don't really hear much much about that. But it is a vital system for, for the functioning of our health and our immune system. Conversations here this morning are around our nose as well <laughs> as part of our immune system, our lymphatic system. We're talking about, uh, uh, about the weather out there if you've just joined us. Um, is, the, is cold weather the reason for colds and flu or going out there with wet hair? Wendy says it's a myth. So my nose, tell me more about my nose on a day like today when I'm struggling with my sinuses again You know, for, the, for a few days. My nose is telling me a story. What's going on? Yes, so so changes in temperature can affect the mucous membranes and the lining of the nose. So the nose is also one of those, um, uh, the parts of the body that um, it it looks at temperature changes and it's supposed to keep a consistent temperature for the rest of the body. So when, when we are exposed to lower temperatures, we can potentially weaken the immune system in the nose. So you don't think of an immune system being in your nose. Yeah. But we have all these little hairs and we have all these little, um, um, we have mucus and we have all these things in the nose that protect us. So again, it's another line of defense. So that when you get a bacteria or something into your nose or an allergen, you sneeze or you produce lots of mucus and you start getting a runny nose. And that is your immune system's way of flushing out whatever's come into the nose so that it doesn't enter the body. So... Wearing a mask has a benefit here because it's keeping our little nose tips warm. It does actually have <laughs> a little bit of a benefit, yes. It, ha- it has pros and cons, but yeah. one of the, the benefits would be that it does help to change that fluctuation in temperature. So when you're breathing into the mask, you're actually breathing back that warmer air. It's filtering the, the difference in the, in, the, uh, in the air change temperature, in the temperature. Changes. Sorry, I can't get my words out. Um, in the temperature changes yeah. um, that, that we're exposed to. So there's a little bit less of that change in temperature in the nose. Um, we've got it. We can't uh, have a conversation with you, Wendy, and not talk about eating well. That's, of course, a vital part of keeping our body strong. Exactly. So that's also very important. If we're eating junk, then our immune systems don't have the best fighting chance. We especially need higher doses of vitamin C, rich foods in, in the winter months. So, you know, nachis and oranges and those kind of fruits are in season at this time of the year. So to be in, enjoying fruits and vegetables and not going to just the starchy, you know, stodgy yeah. carbohydrates, which is what we tend to go for. Soup when and we rolls. Soup and rolls. More rolls, exactly, please. Exactly. Exactly. Make sure there's lots of veggies in the soup and slow down <laughs> on the rolls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, exercise seems a challenge for some people during this time of year. Say, oh, I can't go out. It's wet on the roads. My feet will melt. I don't know what everyone's reasons are, but it's not pleasant to go out in weather like today. 
No, it's certainly not fun, um, but we can exercise in our homes. We can. This is a time when you can go to the gym, um, and you know we can we can be inventive. We just need mm. to really be convicted that that's what we need to be doing to help our, our bodies stay healthy. Yeah, and and ironically, it's easier to exercise in the summer when you can get out and about. It's more comfortable and easier. But now's the time when we actually have to put some of those excuses and things aside. We really need it for our own benefit. So. Uh, perhaps now's the time to say, oh, that exercise bicycle is not a clothes horse. It's worth riding on uh, during this Quite time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so let's quickly end our conversation here with some of the other factors. We've spoken about diet. Uh, what else can affect our immune response? So our mind-body connection is very important. So how our brains are thinking, um, how we're feeling emotionally, um, how much stress we're exposed to, all of those things have an impact because the more stress we're exposed to, the lower our immune resistance is as well. Yeah, and that stress thing is so, so vital. Uh, we need to stay well. What, what, what did you just, uh, we've got to, uh, let's grab another minute here. We talk about stress. It's something I hear a lot of conversations around people. Things are just so stressful. I'm feeling so stressed. What, what can we do practically and simply that can really help us with those stress levels, Wendy? Well, I think each person needs to find out what, what works for them. So it is different for every person. So one person that might be walking in nature, for another person that might be um, reading a book, um, for another person that might be meditating or praying. So whatever it is, every day we need to find something that we can just relax into, that we can take decent deep breathing, that we can really just think, change our thinking patterns. Because I think the thinking pattern is also what, keeps, what puts us into a stress um, response and keeps us in a stress response. So if we can change the way that we view our situation and have a look at things to be grateful for, have a look at the, the blessings in our life, yeah. turn around and really change our perspective, that, helps, that goes a long way to um, alleviate the stress in our lives. Uh, Wendy, we haven't touched on supplements, and I think it's worthwhile doing because everyone's got that uh, that empty ice cream container there in their kitchen piled up with all of the supplements that they felt are necessary, and they're not really using them as they should. Is there a place for, for supplements at this time when it comes to immune response as well? There's always a place for supplementation, and it depends uh, on each person. I would say your basic supplements, that vitamin C is the one that you need predominantly in the winter months, and obviously zinc, that's also quite an important one. Yeah. Um, and then you have um, echinacea, which is a, an antiviral remedy. Um, and so those would be sort of the go-tos that I would have. Yeah. It's not something that you need to use all the time. Um, some people will need a little bit more. Some people will need a little bit less. So it really depends on the individual and what their immune function is like. Um, and then there's other immune support formulas as well that are available on the market. So I think it's, it's really dependent on what the individual is needing and what will be beneficial for them. But I would say vitamin C is, is a fairly standard one, and we don't need extremely high doses. We just need a little, um, a little extra um, um, to, to see us through the winter months. And eat your fruits and veggies. Eat your fruits and veggies, yes. <laughs> do it because Wendy said so and also your mother told you that all through your life and now you know that it's true eat your veggies and say no to the junk food Wendy Christine she's a health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution we love having you with us on a Thursday stay well stay warm stay dry till the next time we connect thanks Brad you too have a lovely day bye, bye. this insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za